0: Welcome to Dragon Talk. How is it going, my fine listeners (laughs) out there?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, my fine friend Shelly.
0: My fine friend Shelly, how is it going?
1: Great. Good. How are you? My fine friend. I'm Greg Greg Tito. Mm -hmm. That's my name. Yep. Don't wear it out.
0: We have two amazing guests calling into the store. It's not a store. (laughs) 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 It's (laughs) a. Not a
1: store. (laughs) That would be awesome if we had a store and people just came in and talked to us at the store. Let's 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 have a what game we store. We sell it. Oh, we we'll sell games at our yeah, store. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. For right?
1: some reason, I pictured Mr. Hooper's store from Sesame Street. Oh, we were like the Hoopers of Sesame. I look Sesame. old. Is that why you were thinking about? Mm-hmm. It? Oh, I see.
0: Well, our two amazing guests are also calling into the store, and will be opening this store with us. It is Matthew Lillard, uh, who is a, an actor. I've heard heard of him as well as Mark Humes, uh, Humes from High Rollers and the United Kingdom. Uh, we have to pepper him with all the questions about the royal wedding Can't and we. how royals work. That's why work he's
1: on the show. And
0: how how your Majesty works.
1: So, well, you seem to know a lot about that now. I,
0: I got to do some research. I got to figure out what's happening with uh, with the line of secession.
1: <laughs> it's very interesting. It's very
0: important. Yes, it is. Uh, but we it's are going to talk about this weird. dream of many eyes uh, with those many fine gentlemen. many eyes. They have four eyes uh, amongst them, and they will be. Do they uh,
1: wear glasses?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't, they
1: I, might actually they have might. more eyes. They might. They
0: have more eyes. Uh, but they are uh, doing a session on Sunday, June 3rd at the Stream of Many Eyes that you can personally go buy tickets to Together. right now. Uh, yes, they will be performing Dungeons & Dragons live. Mark Humes will be the Dungeon Master. He's got some great ideas for the uh, uh, adventure that we're going to ask him about. And uh, Matthew Lillard is going to be playing in it along with... Uh, folks from Critical Role, so Ashley Johnson, Sam Regal, and Taliesin Jaffe will be joining that crew, uh, which I can't wait to see.
1: That's going to be really What's cool. What's going to happen there.
0: Uh, so you can grab tickets there. to the Stream of Many Eyes and watch them uh, play live. Uh, it is at dnd.wizards.com slash S-O-M-E. You'll find out all the information you need about uh, the Stream of Many Eyes there. And uh, you should watch it if you can't make it to it on I'll Sunday.
1: watch
0: it. You can watch on twitch.tv slash dnd.com. All starting on June first at four p.m. Pacific time with a tour of some of the fun sets. Is we've that been part
1: of the live stream?
0: Yeah, starting on June first at four p.m. Pacific time. Oh, going we get to see all the, tour. the way to Sunday. That's well. Yeah, I,
1: from just seeing the pictures. Oh my god,
0: the pictures of the sets.
1: It's amazing. It is amazing.
0: Oh it is so god. great. I don't. We haven't really what told anybody what's happening, but maybe that
1: when it's done.
0: Well, you know, from being a theater person, they just tear it down. They just tear it down. Can
1: not we keep it?
0: Mm-hmm. You can keep it if you want.
1: I can keep it? Yeah, no, it's for you. We'll put it in my backyard. Yeah,
0: exactly. We'll, we'll 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 build
1: There's a part of it that I would love.
0: Well, there's definitely some props and things that are built that you know, that we can potentially take away from it. We'll have to see. It is going to be crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it be is amazing. a 3-day extravaganza.
1: Very impressive.
0: Costumes, there will be musicians, there'll be performances, there might even be a couple of sword fights. We'll have to see. Be careful. It's going to be fun. There there will be, safety will be our utmost concern. Okay.
1: Don't just give anyone a sword, especially if there's an open bar.
0: That's, yeah, that's a very good point. Those are two things that don't mix. It's like oil and water and, uh, sword fighting. Sword 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 fighting, fighting,
1: open bar. (laughs) If I can impart anything upon the listener, that is, that is it.
0: You have planned many a wedding in your day and that's one of your tenets. I always said. Yeah.
1: Many weddings. Many of my ones. own wedding. <laughs> my own, many of your own weddings. <laughs> keep doing on your 15th wedding. Until yeah. I get it right. <laughs> and until I remember the no sword fighting, no open bar rule. It takes a while
0: to really get that in, in your head, right?
1: It does.
0: Uh, so that's really exciting. Everybody should be paying attention on June 1st on our Twitch channel. Uh, stream of Many Eyes will be an extravaganza that you don't want to miss. For sure. Uh, so again, mm-hmm. if you're in the LA area, go try to grab tickets and watch as many of the games. There's four games going on on that Sunday. And
1: you, one ticket gets you all four games.
0: One ticket gets you one game, but you get a tour of all of the sets. Oh, you, so get a you bag, choose which one you. you got to choose which okay. one you want to go to. So uh, we're talking to two folks from that, that would one be game. A really
1: long day. <laughs> It'd
0: be a really long day to watch all four of those. Uh, you'll get to see. Uh, you can you can choose to go see Dice Camera Action uh, perform live. Oh, uh, cool. There is also a tanks only game being played live, as well as a game that's Dungeon Mastered by none other than Deborah Ann Wall from uh, Daredevil and True Blood fame.
1: Oh, that would be a good one, too. We
0: talked to her uh, in the lead-up to uh, Force Grey, Lost City of Omu, yeah. and uh, her home game sounded amazing, and so she gets to share some of her homebrew Dungeon Mastering skills on the live stream, in front of a live studio good audience her. on June 3rd. Uh, should be tons of fun. And then on the June 2nd, I don't know, there's lots of fun stuff going on there, too, introducing some new Streaming groups, uh, as well as, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a, new, a new heightened version of Dungeons and Dragons. Heightened? That's what I'll say. That's what I'll say for now.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: it's, it's now. It's going to be off the I'm
1: going to break you, Tito. You're going to tell us everything. No,
0: no, I refuse. Um, so, Morning Canaan's Tome of Foes is out in game stores right now. Amazing. You can, you can get it. Uh, there are two covers available. One is the standard cover designed by Jason Rainville, uh, the alternate cover is designed by Vance Kelly. Unfortunately, we've had some reports of uh, those covers being damaged uh, in game stores. So make sure that the one that you're getting is not damaged, uh, if possible, and uh, let the store return it. If it is not, we will you know, replace any and all covers that you don't deem acceptable. Uh, don't worry about that. You can contact customer service uh, here at the Wizards of the Coast to get a replacement copy. You'll have to send in your old copy. Uh, and then get a new one uh, sent to you. But uh, we, we we take great care in making sure that all of our books and products are something that you can be happy about. So yeah. we're going to make that right for sure. And it sucks for people out there. I know a lot of people were looking forward to that special uh, edition cover. Bummer, it's an alternate dude. copy. Um, but we're going to make it right.
1: Uh, yes.
0: Shelly is going to make it right.
1: I personally will.
0: Yes, it's true.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: But don't let that uh, mar your uh, love of what's happening in Mordenkainen's Tome nope. of There's tons of lore in there about demons and devils and Githyanki and Gith the Still a great book. Dwarves and Duergar and halflings and gnomes, elves and dark elves. Lots of great information as well as tons of new monsters to add into your game. So go crazy. pick it up while you can. Uh, and it will be available everywhere starting on May 29th. Uh, so you can get that as well. But it's in your local game store right now. Uh, and to celebrate that, Podcasts of Foes has been going on on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. And that is more than two dozen podcasts created from the audio live play community detailing some of the monsters and lore from Morning Canyon's Tome of Foes. Uh, over uh, over those two weeks, it's been a whirlwind. Lots of podcasts, a lot of audio content out there. I hope you're all are checking it out and making sure uh, you might live, you know, find a new podcast to listen to, as well as get some preview of Morning Canyon Stomophos.
1: There's no shortage of D and D content it's in true. the world.
0: That's right. A lot of people are streaming, paying attention on their podcasts. Yeah. Um, you know, just performing live apparently. <laughs>
1: It's Apparently. Great. Apparently. Uh, having like big live events, it's, celebrating it's, it's live all streamers. the rage.
0: Everybody it's is crazy. into it. I don't believe it. Um, so uh, those are the two really big news items, Stream of Many Eyes, as well as mm-hmm. Morning Canyon's Uh We're excited about it. We'll come back with uh, more announcements as we uh, get after June 1st. There's a lot more stuff to talk about then. But I think yeah. those are the main ones that we want to make sure you leave yes. this podcast with. People yes. out there. Uh, did you want to uh, listen to a segment before we get to our awesome guests?
1: I would love to. Do you have a segment I could listen to? You know,
0: I got one. I got one. Is it a
1: Laurie? I should know? It is
0: a Lori Chanot. Uh, oh, yeah. And I think it's about the Netherese Empire. That know?
1: is exactly what I need to learn about right well, now. Well,
0: let's go with the bings and the bongs and listen Bingin to it. Bingin' and bongin'. Right now. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Welcome to another segment of Lore You Should Know. I am Greg Tito, and I'm joined by these amazing lore masters, Mr. Chris Perkins. Hello. And Matt Cernot. Hi. And today on Lore You Should Know, where we delve into little bits of Dungeons & Dragons lore for your table, or just so you know it, uh, we're going to talk about the Netherese Empire. Netheril. 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 A
2: not-so-little piece of FR lore. Yes, yeah. And as we were just saying moments ago, a ubiquitous part of the world and true. definitely worth talking about.
0: Yes. I Netheril,
2: th- the Empire of Magic. We
0: have definitely covered it, I think, before in different areas. Yes. Remember, mentioned it uh, yes. uh, uh, here and there. Maybe even done an entire segment on it, but it is worth doing again.
2: Box uh, sets have been written
3: about. Box Netheril. sets. That's true, Yep. yep.
2: It's plural? Plural boxed sets, one big box,
3: one box set, and uh, some a book. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, interesting. So there is a lot to mine into yep. here.
2: And rare, do you see a FR product where you don't see the word Netheril or Netherese mentioned within it?
3: Yep. it is one of the most prominent of the Forgotten Realms. Yeah, it's interesting. The it shows up first in the original gray box, uh, the Empire of, of Netheril. And um, the, it says that the most sort of prominent ruin that people know about, uh, anything about, is uh, the uh, ruins of Decanter, uh, the mines of Decanter. And that's an Etheries ruin that everybody... I've heard about and that's that's the one. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about the way that the, it developed in the setting after that is that that is sort of like the least interesting place. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: it
0: just ended up being the first mention. But.
3: It's got some some weird-looking goblins in it yeah. and, you know, whatever. But, that's, like, yeah. after that, we're like, no, 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 there's so much cooler places. And, and so the Netherese are are uh, in Galtelgrim. The Netherese are in Luskin. The Netherese are in Undermountain. The Netherese are... Uh, in the the flying cities of shade, they can come back in third edition. They're under the ocean in the Sea of Fallen Stars. They're at uh, Old Owl Well. <laughs> Where's Old Owl Well? It's, it's in the. Uh, it actually appears briefly, I think, in um, the starter set because yeah. that's in that area of of Grand Room Sword Coast oh, area, cool. and it's just yeah. like an old. Uh, it's a well. Um, and uh, at one point, the Netheries used it as sort of like a watering hole, and they set up a, a sort of fortress there when they were moving around and doing stuff. Oh, nice. So, But that's yeah. long ruins. fortress
2: there. is long gone. Yeah. The well so, is still there. <laughs> no, Probably some owls around, I hope. <laughs> I hope
0: so. Uh, so this was like a far-ranging empire, right? Like yeah. it was oh, uh, akin to yes. uh, uh, anything in art, like Roman Empire or much more...
3: Uh, as Scale far as scope. wise, yeah, I think so. Um, it, 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 it's a little weird because of the way that it developed. Um, so uh, the Netherese were uh, s- imagine sort of a, a Stone Age people um, living uh, near some elves uh, up in the north. Mm-hmm. And at some point some uh, guy shows up and he's called the Terraceer. And he says, hey, guys, maybe you should read these scrolls. And these scrolls have uh, these golden scrolls of stuff. They're called the nether scrolls. And they have magic spells on them. And it's a form of spell casting that the elves don't even understand. Like, it's not their, their magic even. And, uh, and the humans get a hold of this. And they're like, okay, let's check this stuff out. And so they do. And they proceed to become super powerful wizards, Mm. and
2: it's like giving you know cell phone technology to medieval societies. You know, if the humans are smart enough and can crack it, they can make a huge jump evolutionary, evolutionarily um, forward.
3: Right. And so, uh, this this these people become the the Netherese, and they they have a really long history in the the setting um, where uh, you know. There's a period where they're mostly living on the ground and so on and just uh, in the area that that is now the Anorak Desert. Um, and they have, you know, ground-based cities and there's a giant inland lake there and they're, they're trading and doing all this stuff. But then as the wizards get more and more powerful, because uh, they can, at, you know, at the height of their powers, they're casting, I think, 10th or 11th level spells. Um, and they're just using magic in ways that magic can't be used anymore. Uh, they 10th or eleventh spells. We don't even have 10th level yeah. or 11th yeah, level spells. That's the trick. Um, so, you know, it's like carving mountains, the tops off mountains and flipping them over and having them float up in the sky. You know, that's a spell. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain flipper. Uh, you know, so they, they start these flying cities um, for reasons that are unclear at this point. They also go out and... What do you mean? They, you
0: know, there's no reason why they need to have these flying cities other, they than, can. other than they can. They,
3: they can. And they can move around, so... And they can move the, the cities like around. around. Were they fortresses? Were they used for, they're, they're, for conquest? No, not particularly. They, they Basically, the, the super-powerful um, wizards, uh, arcanists, as they're called at that point, um, sort of collect <laughs> a, a cult of personality around them. So each of one of them is kind of their own tyrant mm-hmm. of their own floating city, and everybody... Um, kind of joins in. And, like, the whole society is stratified by people who can use magic. And so, like, most people um, who can use a little bit of magic are on these cities. Mm-hmm. And pretty much everybody can cast, like, cantrips and stuff like that. And, and then the cities themselves have, um, I think, mythals or mytholars. I forget which one. Uh, which then do other things. So you, for example, might set up the whole thing so that everybody in your city can fly all the time. Or, yep. you know, everybody in your city is protected from light or oh, something Okay. Like um, and so there are these crazily magical societies that are then ruled by these different personalities that do magic in different ways and are exploring magic in different ways and trying to do different things with it um, also at the same time, down on the surface, something weird's happening. Um, the people who don 't have magic are are struggling and and they 've been left behind by these powerful wizards who just ignored them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, for some reason, gnomes are persecuted in Netheril, and so there's a huge flight of gnomes from the Empire. Oh. <laughs> there's a weird, like, note that they're, like, enslaved and treated really poorly, and so, like, there's a, there's a flight of gnomes. Um, I, I, a human wrote that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And uh, so, but then there are also some Netherese who don't like what's going on in Nethril. And so they form other um, sort of outer, sort of their own places outside of Nethril, far away. Mm-hmm. So uh, Luskin or Ilusque as it was called, is kind of one of these places where some Netherese have left Nethril to do their own yeah. thing. Some Netherese okay. went to
2: down to where Waterdeep later Grew. A pe- grew. Yeah. Uh, they went down into Under Mountain and found sources of magic there and kind of locked themselves away. Yeah.
0: Wasn't there another group that went to, I'm forgetting the name of the country, though, but it was the one that
3: now currently has airships? Halrua. Halrua, right? Wasn't that? I th- th- think that's yeah, correct. that's yeah. correct. Um, so it's a long way away. They, they do that. And, and what's also happening in Anurag is um, that the lake's drying up. This giant inland lake is drying up. And the land is turning to deserts. And um, if you're down there and you have magic, you're losing that magical ability. Hmm. And that's because um, there's something down there under the ground um, that has been draining life and magic from the surface uh, in order to sort of interrupt and and disrupt the Netherese. And that starts uh, a long... Sort of shadow war between the netheries and the the pharim.
2: So (laughs) imagine, if you will, (laughs) a creature that looks like a gigantic floating funnel Uh with a bunch of cilia at its sort of wide open end and a maw at that wider end as well. Okay. Just flying around. Uh, That is a pharim. And there's like an entire empire of them.
3: And it's got arms.
2: Yeah, it's got spindly arms coming out of its funnel-shaped yeah, body, arms.
3: and it, it can uh, cast spells and do all kinds of different things. Yeah, and and they're sort of like this weird um, aliens-esque kind of race uh, that's a sort of violently opposed to the Netherese. Um, but that where, where did they come from? Were they, they always there? They've just been there, just been there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole
0: time. Yeah. But now they have yeah. a
3: target. Now they have the Netherese um, as a target. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned the the Terrasir earlier. Yes. Uh, so he, we've talked previously about the saruk in the lore. You should know the terracier is actually a saruk lich, and he is and just real quick. The saruk were the predecessors to. So the, there were three. There were the three creator races. Yeah. The saruk was one of them. Yes. And this is so way 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 back. Yeah. So he apparently is there's a there's a group of lich saruk liches in the area of Honorark that are um sort of in stasis and uh he occasionally has w- woken up from stasis to deliver these you know uh n- nether scrolls to people and just kind of tilt the world in some direction mm. and why it's not clear like it's totally opaque as to what his reasoning is for his it's uh for doing that um but maybe it's because there's things called Farum in the world and they're bad. I don't know. It's, it's not clear. I see. And it doesn't have any divine,
0: uh, you know, anything that we think of as Faerunian gods don't have anything to do with this.
3: No. no they're no. the, the, sort of deities that the Saruk and someone worship, but they, they were kind of anti-god in general. But
2: Okay. If I know we were talking about Ferrum, I would have brought my Ferrum Miniature. Oh, which, it's so glorious. Which a fan made for me. It's oh. it's a one-of-a-kind deal. I have it at my desk, yeah. but it's too far it's away. It's great. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, we'll have to bring it back on. Yeah. Um,
3: so anyways, That's super cool. uh, the, what actually causes the fall of Netheril is that um, one particular wizard gets it in his head, I think, to cast a 12th level spell. <laughs> Dun dun dun! <laughs> My spells go up to a twelve. Yes, <laughs> and and that spell is essentially a spell to steal the weave from Mistra. Ah, uh, and it works. Oops! Oops! oops yeah. <laughs> and that uh, momentarily, basically, deletes magic from the world. And so, um, most of the falling cities or flying well, most cities, of the
2: cities turn into falling cities. <laughs> <laughs> turn into falling cities. <laughs> and they
3: crash and burn. Uh, some of them escape into various demi planes or the plane of shadow and so on. That's that's who eventually come back as the Empire of Shade.
2: Mm. They
3: are the Netherese because they are
2: the Netherese who spent a long time in the Shadowfell.
3: Yeah, right. Who we, they yes. come back? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, and uh, yeah, and so there's a. There's a whole uh sort of set of novels about that that period um and that that sort of section of time in Front Realms is called the Arcane Age, the Arcane Age. Yeah, and there's there's a box set about it and there's some novels. Um What uh what time period in our world were those published? Oh. Yeah. Mid eighties,
2: yeah, I think so.
3: Yeah. Uh, maybe later eighties. I'd have to check. Okay,
2: so yeah, AD and D it would have coincided with the Empire of Magic box set, whatever that is. Yeah, that Got was a, definitely second edition.
3: Yeah.
2: Cool. Um, so
0: yeah, and as, as we said, these these the the, the, the nether roll, uh have been the genesis for almost all of like the, the the magic and stuff of the of the of the current Forgotten Realms in some ways, right?
3: Yeah, so um, there's there's lots of things that are attributed to the Netherese, various magic items and stuff like that all over the world. Um, but the the interesting thing is that like after that collapse of um, magic, uh, people start using. I mean, besides the Netherese, most people didn't use magic the way they did it anyway. But people basically go back to the way that elves did magic and Mm. uh so they're 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 capped or or capped at ninth level again you know they can't do these crazy spells like time travel and um you know uh the tops off mountains and the spells that make them live for centuries and um the netheries actually discovered spell jamming uh you know so like that crazy things like that they you know they're they're not doing anymore but they're you know so
0: at the at the height of the the floating cities, they were the ones that created the the, the, the ships to go through into realm space. Yeah, yeah. They discovered spell jamming. Yeah. So I mean, yeah.
2: according to this, the Netheril Empire of Magic box set released in ninety six, which is later than I thought. Oh wow, yeah, that's ninety yeah. six. So that's that would have been just be that would be during the, the, the of collapse of TSR. <laughs> yeah. Coincidence, which uh, <laughs> seems kind of prescient <laughs> now. What's us think about it? <laughs> Uh, all right,
0: cool. Uh, any other uh, bits on NetherReal before we uh, end this? Because I know um, it's, it's a far-reaching topic, so I don't want to go yeah, too far in the Yeah. Into yeah. So
3: let, let's see. I, I have it on my notes here that, um, let's see, it fell around 1,800 years before the current date. Uh, and it was a magical society for about 3,000 years before that. So it, it, it some different.
0: staying power. Yeah. 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 So that's why there's so many ruins and so many buildings and so many things that people can still yes. discover to this day yeah. uh, that have yet been Correct. uncovered.
2: Because they're so widespread, it's a great plot device. You could have people just looking for lost netheries artifacts or lost netheries outposts or redoubts all across the realms. And if you go, if you find one and you can go down there, you can expect to find some pretty wacky ma- magical stuff. Yeah. Um, lo- we In 5th in edition, most of the magic items have to be found. They can't just be bought. So if you want characters with magic items, finding a lost Netherese cache is a good way to...
0: Is it the kind of thing, though, in, yeah. the, in the realms, too, where they, uh, where it's well-known? Uh, like like Say like you, you go to anyone uh, uh, and talk about the Roman Empire. I feel like <laughs> most people wouldn't know what that was, even if they don't know the details. I, well, we are most people the forgotten the realms. Forgotten realms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Is this one that is not forgotten, or is this one actually forgotten as well by
3: most of the common people? I think most people... Don't know much about it at yeah. all. Okay. No, it, yeah. it, it's it's something that's mostly the realm of scholars and wizards mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, there were l- l- sort of the city of Empire of Shade and the living netheries that had a big impact on the setting in, uh, you know, the third and fourth edition period. Right. And so... But that's you know, generations ago at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the fact that they're connected to people that, you know, were around negative... Uh, 500 3,654 right. okay. DR yeah. is is a little I think mysterious to most people
0: cool alright well that's an, that's an important detail because that means that you can use it even more you know more more so because that you know yeah. any kind of rumor of Netherese doesn't necessarily
2: mean like ooh stuff that means something it might just go passed along right yeah or you might only get a piece of it you know a little slice of what it was like yeah I suspect people who live in Sembia and Cormier who were actually accosted by the Empire of Shade at the end of 4th edition. Mm-hmm. They might harbor some information about Netheril, but it might be skewed by their own experiences. They were dealing with a fraction of what Netheril yeah. once represented. Um, these weird netheries who went into the Shadowfell and then came out half-shade, like ghostly, spectral shadow form. That's what they probably equate with netheries in their minds now, but that's not really what Netheril was about.
3: And, and if you're elsewhere in the world, you know, um, and you encounter another East ruins, you're dealing with something that's at least a couple thousand years old, maybe. Yeah. Um, y- y- uh, so, and uh, y- you know, who's lived there since then? What's d- gone on? You know, how has it changed? Right. So, you know, on it- the other hand, a
2: long-lived species like elves or dragons. Would probably be much more informed and much mm. more aware of what was happening or what had happened to Netheril and why.
3: Yeah. Um, and
0: they don't have a very fond memory of
3: that empire even back
2: then. No, I've,
0: no.
3: no. The, in fact, uh, the Netherese were fond of uh, dominating dragons and using them as mounts.
2: Yep. Which ah. Dragons hate, hate, hate. hate. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> not, like
3: a not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. Uh, all right, so don't, don't use that. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, and also, according to FR anyway, um, the Netherese invented Ion stones. Oh. those floaty things that gave you uh, uh, plus one AC yeah. without a, sp- a slot
0: yeah, that and you breathe without air yeah.
2: <laughs> those are the best yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. hopefully uh, uh, we'll start awarding those we could
2: do a future lore you should know on Ion Stones
0: oh that's a good idea yeah, yeah I would like that alright great thank you guys uh, where can people find out more uh, about lore of
2: the Forgotten Realms I am on Twitter at Chris Perkins DND I'm on Twitter at CERN, S-E-R-N-E-T-T. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. Uh, we shall be back with more Laurie
0: Cheneau next week. Thank you. We have two awesome... That was a great segment, wasn't it? Did you yeah. love that segment? I know so much more about that Empire than you could possibly know.
1: Can't wait for my next dinner party.
0: Mm-hmm. in gonna...
1: the lore bomb.
0: Here you go. Did you happen to know? Did
1: anyone catch Dragon Talk? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is an audio play podcast <laughs> that uh, I frequent uh, sometimes. Sometimes I host <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Well, the podcast that I co-host... <laughs>
0: I don't listen to it. I've heard. <laughs> I've, I've heard it's quite I good. I farm
1: out my listening <laughs> needs. <laughs> you listen to the podcast for me,
0: and they tell me that that
1: Laura segment was really good. Tell me how funny I am. It's true. Yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of funny, do you want to get to our guests? Yes. All right. Let's call them up and make sure that they enjoy. it. You know what? Let's not just call them up because we've already talked to them. Let's just have have it play out right now. <laughs> Mr. Matthew Lillard and Mark Holmes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Amazing! Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to tweet us out. That's what the kids do. They tweet. That's true. <laughs> they tweet use us out to the kids. The social medias,
5: exactly. <laughs> uh, and Mark, how are you doing all the way from the UK? You are. It's like 10 p.m. your time, right? It is 10 p.m. But I'm up at this time anyway. I'm either writing D&D or I'm playing games or doing something. So this is no no thing for me. I'm doing good. I had a really busy day of fun recordings and uh, prepping awesome D&D stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we
1: got you <laughs> on here to talk about the big wedding this weekend. Oh,
5: (laughs) I am the wrong wrong person to ask about that. (laughs) I avoided it as uh, as anything I I could get away from. Are you allowed
1: to avoid it? I didn't think that would even be possible.
5: Well, look, you know, it might be, you know, maybe don't l- let the police hear about it. But yeah, I was uh, <laughs> trying to stay away as far as possible. It I, was, uh,
1: I did not
4: get up at 4 a.m., but I watched it on tape delay and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I am not the guy
1: to like it. I know. It's
4: not my thing, but my wife and my kids watching it. And I'm like, I'll watch for two sec Cries.
1: Yeah. cries. <laughs> I know. I actually didn't think you'd think I would be totally into it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll catch like. I just want to see, like, the dress and I who was, was there, but I, was I interested did in, like, watch it, and I thought it was good.
0: I was interested <laughs> in the whole secession and how it changed up the, you know, the secession yeah. of, like, who's going to be king or queen if oh, yeah. something happens. That's what I was researching last night after the royal wedding. Yeah.
5: It's quite interesting, because uh, he's, like, sixth in line or something like that, which right. you would think that he'd be higher up then. Like, uh, yeah, and it's like
4: kind a of weird. Two,
1: like a brand new baby. he sixth? Shouldn't he be second or third at this point? No, I think all of William's kids are ahead of him. No. Yeah, and yeah. he keeps having more babies. I would be like, no! <laughs> I didn't know there was
0: like three babies already. That's three babies. Higher rank than the guy who got married outside. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's basically useless.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and
1: I didn't realize that, Mark. Are you the people paying for this wedding? This like forty-three million dollar wedding.
5: I think that there's definitely I mean, the the nice thing with the royal family bring in a lot of tourism and like things like that. So I'm guessing that like they do earn their own sort of like money coming in. But yeah, it will come out of, you know, national insurance and tax and stuff like that as well. This so, is the thing with a monarchy. Like, you know, somebody's got to pay for those palaces and everything else. And uh, I mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but I'm sure it's not a huge amount of money that comes comes out of my paycheck. But, I think yeah. it's ripe for a uh, D&D parody,
0: right? The uh, <laughs> yeah. The, so that's the what Royal you're wedding. gonna
5: be. Oh, oh, yeah, damn. Why didn't I think of that? I should have absolutely done that. God damn it. Exactly. The
0: people rise up. The adventurers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The water
5: I... deep wedding of the the thing or something exactly. like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, you two are playing together in a game uh, for the stream of many eyes. Uh, our big event will be uh, thrown off the next big uh, Dungeons and Dragons storyline, and uh, yeah, I want to talk to you guys because I don't think you guys have actually met ever before. Is that right?
4: No. Oh. We met last year at the street, we but did. very briefly. I was I was so enamored with his handsome, boyish good looks that I. <laughs> <laughs> I just I stayed afar. I didn't want to. I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. That's no. Good.
5: What are you talking about? It's the you know the the celebrity thing. Like I was so starstruck last year. There were so many people there. I was like, oh my god, these are these people, are like just getting completely thrown away. Because I think we played in the game with Ruti, right? You, I think you were on the far end of oh, the table right. from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is so we didn't right? get to chat yeah. too much. Wait,
4: is that
5: right? I th- I think so. I'm not it's sure. All, Maybe it's all a blur. <laughs> <It's
4: all hilarious. laughs> I was
5: so drunk the entire time. <laughs> there
0: was so um, much storytelling.
1: Guess, drunk, drunk on storytelling.
4: That's where you and I became buddies. That's right. Right before mm-hmm. that event, you were like come up to this thing. I'm like, I don't know. That sounds crazy. And yeah. I had the, the like started my. Baptism of, by fire with the uh, my my relationship with Dungeons and Dragons.
0: It's true. It's true. I, I don't know. I don't think you knew what to expect at all coming up to the stream of annihilation.
4: <laughs> no, I don't you think don't, anyone did. It was this first time. It has never happened before.
0: Yeah, and so for this one, we decided to make it even more uh, uh, question marks for everyone. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, this is crazy. I mean, how much have you talked about how amazing the thing is you're creating? I mean, do people know? How sort of like your? It's a total j- game-changing moment. It.
0: Uh, I, I. We haven't really uh, s- explained what's going to happen. I think now what is are you a- now for? is a
1: good time. Now
0: is the perfect time, Considering right? You
1: probably got a few tickets left.
0: All right. So we we're basically okay. in in two studios in Los <laughs> Angeles, creating a recreation of a few city blocks of the city of Waterdeep.
3: It is going blocks.
0: to be huge. Uh, There will be the Yanni Portal. There will be a few uh, other (laughs) uh, amazing stuff uh, going on. And uh, people will be in costume performing as characters, as Dungeons & Dragons characters uh, throughout. And then the people who come. My most exciting part about that is on Sunday, we're going to be able to invite the public to come in uh, and see this amazing thing. You can buy tickets now uh, to see these two uh, play together along with three uh, Mm. cast members from Critical Role. Uh, mm. which is going to be awesome. Uh, I think, Matt, you might have met a couple of those uh, them yesterday, Yesterday, last year for the stream of Annihilation, but I don't think <laughs> Ashley Johnson was there. She gets to play. I don't think Sam Regal was there last year either, too, no. so you get to play no. with her. Yep.
4: No, uh, that's good.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's a, a quick taste, but I think we're going to be giving out even more and more information uh, from the Dungeons & Dragons channels uh, to, to talk all about it, but it's going to be an immersive event. It's huge.
4: You're, you're going to feel like you're it's there. Huge. Yep. It's going to yep. be huge. <laughs> yeah, I just can't yeah, wait I, to see I said you last year afterwards, I said, after Stream of Annihilation, I was like, we're going to look back on this moment in like 20 years. And it's going to be remember that first one, because I think it's going to keep growing like this, because I think that people love it. I think the phenomenon of Twitch and people watching people game to come and watch live gaming. Yeah. I think it's like next level. Yeah. I think it's yeah. awesome. Be I think, selling I think
1: out stadiums. That, <laughs> well, yeah.
4: If you had said that you could, like, you know, with Overwatch, that you could have a league where kids are mm-hmm. making millions of dollars and win and lose championships. Yeah. Like, you would never have thought of that when Atari came out. Mm-hmm. Right? No. Yeah, Yeah. So, when you sure.
0: you see the writing on the wall and you see it growing and changing, yeah, you know, you're totally That's right.
5: Crazy. Yeah. Awesome. And we did, um for High Rollers, we actually, earlier uh this this year, yeah, we did a big live show at a big event here in the UK, and it was like a full stage production. We had like lights, we had a set built for us. They built like a fake fireplace. And you see it with Pax um, and the ACK Inc. stuff as well. Like the live D&D thing is such a unique experience because you know that it's it's not scripted. It's all happening. The dice are changing everything. You know, it's an event to be there with. And I think that, yeah, like Matt said, like that that's the next level, you know, like that's you go from streaming it to being there in an audience watching it live like it's crazy.
4: And- how
5: many people showed up? To- uh, we had about 500, I think, for our uh, Insomnia live show. So um, and that's like in the UK is quite small. You know, like this is in, uh, you know, not country. everybody can reach it. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, Shelley, it's not far off. You know, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was really, really exciting. And it's there's it, definitely a unique experience of being out on stage and looking out at this huge crowd of people with all these screens and everyone's in costume and stuff like that. And and that. realizing that they're there to watch you play D&D like it's kind of you okay. don't see that with Twitch yeah. streaming like they're just a number on a screen. But to well, actually see the them. Fact, there is
4: I love the fact that as you're selling it, you said we had a, a fireplace on stage.
5: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the poster for the show was like a fireplace on stage. It was so good, man. Seriously, it was like this super cool prop fireplace. We had like these big comfy chairs. I had a throne. It was amazing. That I face- love it. Oh, that is
0: cool.
4: I love it. It was a great show. Great show. They had a fireplace.
5: So, <laughs> I'm expecting so a lot of this uh, at the stream of many eyes. I'm expecting a lot of mocking of my accent for being the only no, bit there. No, so. no. Just, the fire,
4: just the fascination <laughs> with the fireplace on stage.
5: <laughs> Wait till you see the accents that the uh, uh,
0: the, the cast members are going to be bringing. Mm. I, I feel like I heard there was a Russian accent uh, being
1: yes. bandied about. Oh, wow.
5: Yeah. Sam Regal is uh, going to be using a Russian accent. I don't know if Matt, you want to give hints on what oh. you're thinking of.
4: Shiver me timbers! I... <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that I, want, I would love, I would love the people to name my character, and I will build my character around the greatest name. <laughs>
0: there was that that, hmm. that Twitter thread was going uh, uh, nuts over the weekend. I saw a lot of people uh, uh, giving there's, suggestions. Any good ones? Any front Yo, runners so far? Top,
1: what's, what's the top contenders? I haven't
4: really. I had a, My son won a big soccer tournament this weekend. And I'm also very old. Like, I am not a dude that spends a lot of time on Twitter. I like to say <laughs> political things, and I like to tweet when I'm pretty drunk.
1: <laughs> Just like our
4: president.
1: Hey. hey. Way to bring it all around. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I I haven't
4: got into it yet, but I'm I'm encouraging people to give their last minute uh, suggestions.
0: Nice, I liked them. There was (laughs) there was a bunch going on. There were some really good ones. Mark, do you want to talk? Do you know what uh, uh, the adventure? Even this like broad strokes of what you might be thinking about running for for these guys?
5: Yeah, yeah. So the kind of the the elevator pitch I sent to the players was uh, this is going to be D and D meets Mission Impossible. So Mm -hmm. it's called um, Adventure uh... impractical Uh, And it's basically, yeah, they're going to be playing like a secret operative team of different skills and and versatilities, uh, doing something in a a big city uh, for some important people. I don't want to give away too much more, but yeah, kind of a Mission Impossible vibe. uh, Lots of dramatic twists and turns. I've got some fun little mechanical ideas I want to throw in there and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, Sam Regal, I think, is going to go with a a roguish kind of Russian, you know, ex-criminal kind of type. And we're going to see how everyone's going to mix in with that as well. If someone doesn't, like, pull off our mask at some point and be I,
0: the, the villain
5: the whole time, I will be super pissed. I'm hoping to get that stuff in there. Like, I want as many bad Mission Impossible tropes. I've actually asked um, Chris Strott from High Rollers, who came to the last one. I've asked him if he will do some uh, music for me because he loves making music. I've asked him if he can do me, like, a and d version of the Mission Impossible Ooh. theme so that oh, I can yeah. play that. Or something. Oh, that's good, dude. <laughs> so,
1: so, Mark, you're running a game. Uh, yes. Okay. And do you now how how are these groups assembled? How did you because it's not your regular?
0: We put them all no. together.
1: You just yeah. did you do that? Did you? just uh, say,
0: Yeah, some you know D and D kind of all kind of got together and we're like oh these people would be great, these people would be oh, uh,
4: perfect for this.
1: Now do you know everybody in your group? And Matt, I'm assuming you're one of you're in this game.
4: I am in yeah. the game. I don't know anyone. I mean, you don't know Mark, any Matt? No, but that's that's I mean Greg Tito's like the D and D pimp.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say matchmaker, like, but whatever, that works. Not, yeah. <laughs> matchmaker
0: is a much better I way. PC, yeah,
4: more PC.
5: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, what are the so- challenges though? If you're running a game with people who haven't played D anD D together before.
5: Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting one. I, I'm quite lucky that, because um, I know Matt and I know the Critical Role guys a little bit, I don't know Sam as well, but I know Talison and Ashley, you know, in a, in a vague capacity. Like, I've hung out with them a little bit. Um, but for me, I find that whenever I'm doing stuff like this, because I've done a few one-shots or, like, you know, running games for friends, um, it's give them a really clear objective. So that's why the kind of Mission Impossible heisty kind of thing works, because mm-hmm. you're right. like, you don't need to worry about, like, oh, how did we all meet or what are we going to do? It's like, hey, you're all together in this group. You need to do this thing. Thing, go nuts and come up with crazy ways in, in how you make that happen, and I think okay. that that helps, like giving people like a really focused goal. Um, and then it's also I know that these guys are all comedians and are very witty and very funny, and I just I'm gonna give them plenty of opportunities to shine with that by just throwing curveballs at them the whole time because
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
5: That's the catchphrase that's just that will
0: be bandied about. I think that be
1: your character's name, quite honestly. shivers.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: feel free to shivers. I like
4: Shivers. That's I a know. good name. Hey, now you good.
1: McTimbers. Uh,
0: Matt, you had a memorable turn as a uh, uh, bag of nails on uh, Dice Camera Action. Uh, nice. uh, they're going to be there performing also on Sunday uh, in costume which should be tons of fun. Um, That's and uh, yeah, so I don't know who knows
4: do you, do you have a cat costume that you could put on? For- oh yeah. I wish. That'd be so sad if I just came in, like, a Lycra cat uniform. And... <laughs> By the way, wow. nobody asked me to play Bag of Nails in that game. If they did, you may have seen a cat costume. I
0: Well, <laughs> consider this the invitation, then, if you would like The
1: to people are asking,
4: yes. A Lycra cat uniform? That'd be pretty awesome.
0: I mean, with some clothes on top of it, of course. Yeah, no,
4: dude, be.
3: No. no way. Maybe no.
4: like, just, just it. a little collar. A body on full display. Look what
1: you've started.
0: That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Even just for a cameo, just to walk in.
4: Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, That's a great little yeah. group, by the way. Those those players are like super fun. Oh, We're they're com- great. Committed. They're like, you know, just when I joined, they just hit like a million views. I mean, super successful. Chris Perkins, obviously, a great DM. Mm, uh, yeah. They're just really talented players. You know, it's that thing where. They're invested in their character. They're invested in oh, the story.
5: Yeah, God, they're so invested. Like the I got to do an episode with them of um, just where Chris was away and it was just all RP and it was all kind of like just backstory stuff. And it was it's so nice with people that are so invested in the emotional side of their characters, you know, like it's something where you get like, you know, I don't always get that with my group. And so it's super cool to be involved with that stuff. They're so such lovely people.
4: Well, it's so funny. I think that the funny thing about players is that they're always say they want combat but the reality is the fun of the game is in those sort of you know role playing moments, moments. Mm, i mean yeah you don't want you know you don't want like a week's worth of role playing but the the moment before the moment after that's the kind of stuff that's the fellowship that's the connectivity right. of sitting mm-hmm. around the table that brings you back i mean yeah. yes you can roll crits and there's nothing better than destroying you know calling your shot and destroying the the giant beast but it's the time before and sitting around and, and, you know, BSing with each other that makes the game yeah. so pretty.
0: It's the secret behind, you know, action movies, you know, like act, everyone's like, oh, the action was so great. But if you didn't have that connective tissue of like why the main character was doing this or the resolution moments, like it wouldn't feel fun. It yeah. just feels, you know, oh, I just saw yeah. some stuff blow up. But if it doesn't yeah. have any <laughs> meaning.
4: Yeah, it's the great storytelling. It's storytelling, mm-hmm. right? It's group storytelling, the shared story that takes place in. You know i've been playing with the same group of guys since we were 21 i'm 48 years old and those guys are <laughs> my best friends that we've been playing you know since the whole time so,
1: the same group really yeah like more than 25 wow. years
4: i at some point i'm not really sure what's going to happen but um yeah we've been playing since we were at theater school in, in 1991 in new york city wow. and uh instead of um, going to a bar after the Super Bowl, we decided to go back to the theater and and roll up characters and start playing again, just for a lark, like playing one time, and that's it sort awesome. of has defined our lives.
5: That's
4: so cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's
0: cool. And uh, and those are the group that came up uh, for the stream of annihilation. Yeah, yeah,
4: right. And that's the group that we're you know together. I mean, it's it's kind of a, you know it's, it's not really out there yet, but we you know we are. We just started a company based around um, you know a licensee of Dungeons and Dragons and on the twenty first at the stream, we're launching our product so it's true it's,
0: on June first
4: on June first so it's our so this is our logo actually
0: Oh nice you wore it. I didn't wear mine because I thought it would be weird. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> you know so funny is I actually didn't change. I had this on before we started talking. <laughs> Um, that's how weird that is but the uh, yeah the um, we you know it's the same group of guys we started playing when we were 21 and it's like a midlife crisis like all of us are (laughs) sort of relatively successful in our lives and relatively happy and we're like we want to do something else and we are taking this crazy crazy we are rolling this like epic 20 sided die and trying to hit like you know we're trying to make our save
0: Nice. I can't it's wait for more people fun. to find out what that's all about. I've had it in my head for a couple of months now and I want uh, yeah. I want everybody to know about it on June first. It's gonna be fun. Yeah,
4: it's fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Good stuff. Uh so um what uh what I mean, I, I know we haven't given too much away of what's happening with the stream of many eyes, but uh what what are you guys looking forward to the to the most uh for that weekend?
5: Uh, well, I think for me, I'm doing something on the Saturday and I don't want, again, I don't want to talk too much, but that's going to be really cool. Um, doing some stuff with, uh, some people again, I'm looking at Greg <laughs> and I'm like watching his facial expression to see how much I can say, no, doing yeah, something really I, cool on the, I Saturday.
4: Feel the same way. I mean, there's I a do very too. special thing that I don't know. Are you doing, I mean, there's like, there's one thing that's like a huge thing that I'm super excited about, but I think it's on the DL. It is yeah. in the
0: DL, but I think if we were there was ever a time to talk about it, Mark. I think now is the time. What?
5: Okay, so uh, so on Saturday, news? yeah, why not? Yeah, this is going to be breaking news kind of stuff. So on Saturday, I'm going to be joining a bunch of awesome players, including Satine and Jared um, and some others as well, uh, and we are going to be doing a very cool, kind of almost live format game, uh, three sessions. Uh, where we are going to be uh, GM'd by Ivan Van Norman in a kind of yeah mix of D and D and live action. We're going to be dressed up in costumes, doing cool stuff, interacting in cool ways. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to be part of that. Um, I was originally going to be trying to pull off a tiefling. I was going to get a friend to make me some prosthetic horns and some things like that. Sadly, I'm probably not going to be able to do that now. So I might just have to be a boring old human or half-elf. But uh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Like, I don't want to give away anybody else's characters. But uh, yeah, it's going to be super exciting to do that. Because I'm a big LARP guy. Like, I go to LARP here in the UK. And so getting to kind of merge those two realms is going to be really awesome. Yeah. Uh, as well as so like, yeah.
0: theater, like, there's going to be like you know all kinds of, yep. of, of things. Other actors are going to be playing NPCs that you might be yes. uh, interacting with uh, on uh, you know a set that looks as what <laughs> your D and D game would look like if you were imagining it right or one version of which so a Absolutely. heightened version of Dungeons and Dragons.
5: Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be like the most immersive thing and I just like to do that with Wizards officially as part of the stream and be there just like that's for me like I'm like super excited about that. So.
4: That's nice. Be well, there be a fireplace. <laughs> there, <laughs> that's the better be. love their fireplace. That's
0: where it all falls apart. There will be no fireplace. Uh, there may be a let me down. A forge? Does a forge count? Oh,
4: that's it's pretty close good.
0: Enough. Yeah. It's close enough. All right, good.
4: Yeah, good.
0: We got that. We <laughs> so got a blacksmith. Good. We're we're all good.
4: I uh, I have something else, but I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. Literally.
0: Now I don't. Now I want to know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, no, I don't think you're allowed to talk about that. No, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. wow. Yeah. Okay. I want to know. Super on the DL, right? Just, I think so. Just
1: say it and we'll bleep it. No. <laughs> no, this goes <laughs> on the live stream. We'll <laughs> bleep it. Like,
5: just, I love your little mischievous face there. Just, like,
4: just say, say it. Like, <laughs> just one time. Just one time. We're not on, um, the, on the Andrew not, Dice
0: Clay, like, eight second delay here.
4: I, you know <laughs> what the funny thing is? Is that I'm excited to get to sort of know all the groups better. I mean, there's a couple new groups that weren't there last year. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. groups, you know, the, uh, last year, like we were really on the outside. We didn't really understand the community of it. And I never played in a live stream game. I didn't even know live streaming was a thing. Um, and I think that this time I'm, I'm keenly interested in like engaging and like getting to know the community a little better and. Reaching out and sharing the thing that we're creating, and see if we can engage in different platforms and different people, and get to know different groups. And
0: yeah, yeah,
4: hopefully yeah. Work my way into a couple. You know, I mean, my whole thing is if I could play all the time.
1: <laughs> I
4: yeah, I mean, so maybe I can get them. Maybe I'm going to try to be really nice and charming and Ooh. suck up to people so that they let me play in their game. That's <laughs>
1: <laughs> just just take that cat costume on the road.
4: That's
5: right. You'd be good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, no, not you said charming, right? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs>
5: not a creepy old man, <laughs> just standing there awkwardly I, I in the I corner. Actually, I'm
4: gonna bounce my. Um, I just want to share real quick. My daughters have created a all kids art gallery and performance um, to benefit uh, a charity in my hometown, so I'm gonna go, they they start their nice. benefit in an hour and a half, so I just wanna pop in here and say, you guys should all come check out the stream, it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna be amazing. The I mean, the things that you're doing, I think it's interesting that you're slow playing it, because it's like, epic this epic experience yeah and you're slow playing the release which i don't understand that people (laughs) buy tickets and go and hang out and walk around in such a crazy way it's gonna be amazing i just think you should tell the people give them what they want damn it we're telling them we're telling them now we did it
0: it's happening (laughs) we're out there uh so thanks so much
4: told them everything like there's so much to share there is a lot. Wait.
0: There is a lot, but everybody's going to get it that weekend. It's hard when you like promote the promotion. It's always difficult. We'll we'll get better at that. But I do want to say yes. Tickets are still available to see uh, your guys's game. Uh, I believe it's happening first. It's going to be the 11 a.m. Uh, start time on Sunday, June 3rd. Uh, grab your tickets now. Uh, it's at dnd.wizards.com/some where you can grab those tickets, and you get so much. Uh, you'll be able to watch these guys play for, for an hour and a half to two hours. You'll get a bag of Dungeons & Dragons merchandise. You'll be able to do the tour over the enc- entire set that we were just talking about uh, and it's interact with all of these people. Uh, it should be fun. So yeah. grab it yeah, now absolutely. while you can.
4: I only play Dungeons & Dragons in the nude. just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad I know this now. Uh Okay. <laughs>
5: All right, I'm out.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. How good talking else? to you.
5: All
0: right, Mark, we'll stick around uh, with you and peg you with even more questions.
5: Absolutely. Sure, absolutely.
0: All right. Have fun at your uh, fundraiser if you can't. Uh nice. Oh,
5: Ooh,
1: Pelham Green with the perfect transition beautiful. there. beautiful. Look
0: <laughs> Looking good.
1: <laughs> wow. I'm waiting to see
0: it,
5: but yeah, that's going to work perfectly.
0: Yeah. I am excited about this blend of uh, theater and uh, D and D and uh, all the fun stuff. But that
1: that will be live streamed. We'll all get to see it. it. Will be live streamed. Us who don't get to go. That'll
0: be on June second. You can watch that all. Uh, I believe that starts at eleven a.m. No, sorry that starts at ten a.m. Pacific time, and we'll be going uh, for ten hours nonstop. What? Uh, It'll go from game to game to game to game to session to session to session. There will be no breaks. Uh, So on one. Yes. Okay. It's going to be fun. <laughs> but not
1: just that live game. There's other sit-down.
0: There's, there's seven sessions total on Saturday.
1: Not just the, the LARPing part.
0: Though. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it yes. alternates between on-the-table ones. And what I was going to tell uh, you guys is that one of the great things about Stream of Annihilation I wanted was to have p- other streamers be able to watch uh, other people perform mm. live last year. Uh, but the way we had it set up, it was kind of difficult. There wasn't really, like, a space for people to watch uh, yeah. And I think because it was a soundstage kind of feel, it didn't, you know, it didn't make as much sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this one, we have seats and risers uh, there for the public oh, for publics. when they come on Sunday. Uh, but on Friday and Saturday, everybody can watch and pay attention and uh, get a kick out of uh, being there and, and supporting their
5: fellow streamers and stuff. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be awesome, because I remember watching it last time and I think, uh, you know, I wanted to be in the audience and I was like, woo, yeah, like when somebody was streaming and there was like an awkward, like, are we allowed to do that kind of moment? And I was just like, oh, no, I've ruined it. And it kind of <laughs> shuffling away, like because uh, feeling awful. But yeah, like watching the games is the best thing for me, like being able to see all these community leaders and the people that I, you know, have been inspired by and look up to being able to watch their games is, is so much fun for me by getting out to be over there and chat to these people and stuff like that is just so awesome.
0: Yeah, it's like a, uh, a a melding of minds coming all these yeah. people together because, you know, last year I think it was the first time that a lot of folks had even met uh, or been in yeah. the same vicinity yep. uh, with each yeah. other. And so it's nice to, to do this again and, and and get that almost feel like, oh, this is like an annual thing now.
5: Yeah, that's and it really is so important, especially because, you know, being in the UK, like, you know, we are – Not separated, but you know, obviously there's the time zone difference and things there. And you know, while I know Matt, it was like being able to like meet Jerry Hawkins and Chris Perkins for me like that was just it was the best thing in the world. Like the stream last year was so good. And I really hope that people watch the stream of many eyes because it's just going to be so fantastic. You know, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. I love that shot of I think it was
0: uh I don't even know <laughs> there was an actual photo taken, but I have one in my mind yeah. of uh yeah, the, those people you just met you and, and Matthew Mercer and Jerry yeah. and uh uh Chris Perkins all just kind uh. of shooting the shit uh, in yep. the uh uh you know, the uh the side area there too. So it was Yeah. More of that. I wanna I wanna just yes. get this melding of minds happening. That was my favorite Absolutely.
1: part last year was seeing all of the the different groups so excited to to meet mm. each other, and it was just such mm. like a nice, fun atmosphere. There's no competition. Yeah, it's yeah. just very D and D. It's just yeah, everybody's it. working together and supporting the community and playing in each other's different games. And I just love. I like that. Yeah, it was a good vibe. It
5: was a good vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super good vibe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I think we've right. even I was going to say, I think we've got plans potentially after uh, things wrap up on Friday. A few of uh, us D&D folks might be going out karaokeing as well. I know that uh, me, Anna and Matt have been chatting about (laughs) maybe organizing a little uh, D&D streamers karaoke time for uh, Friday. That is so fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the whole uh, uh, performance aspect, uh, I think uh, so many of us are are theater nerds or performance people. uh, Mm -hmm. And so having some kind of outlet for that, I think even... Uh, Anna Prosser-Robertson has bandied about the idea of a and d musical. Uh, uh oh And, and so that's the next step. That's oh, the next step yes. is doing it. Obviously. And yeah. next, year, next year's next live year. event we'll needs get, to be a musical. will uh, get Benny
5: from Dragon Friends to do yes. like a live playing oh score. Um, and you know, you know that uh, some of the, some of Mercer and some of the crit role guys know Lin-Manuel Miranda as well. I like maybe we that's could, the... uh, ooh, Oh yeah!
0: Oh yeah! If we can
5: make that <laughs> all
0: combine into one thing. Do
1: you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I
0: I have seen it. I Did you
1: see him on it? No, I didn't see. Oh in... god, it's really good. Is it good? Yeah, <laughs> he's so funny. He's on like for like a lot lot of the the most recent season. Oh,
0: I didn't see the most recent one. it's yeah. so really good. Oh my god! Just a little... Side. Does he play? <laughs> is he nice or is he, he a plays mean himself. version? So
1: of... he's a mean version. <laughs>
0: <He's> <laughs> that's just, always my favorite he's bit kind of a dick. when they they get to just like be yeah. as jerky as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
0: yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that in the most recent Saturday Night Live episode, too? Like, wasn't there, like, something? I don't know. Yeah. There was some bit that he did that was uh, that was great.
1: He yeah. clearly mm. has a very good sense of humor.
0: He does indeed. Yes. He does indeed. Yes. Uh, so that's exciting. So uh,
1: this event, uh, the stream of Many Eyes, this will be, is this the second time you'll be playing D&D in front of a live audience?
5: Uh, so we've done, like, little ones yeah. at Comic Cons because we have, like, oh, a big right. London Comic Con. So we've done a couple there. So I guess, yeah, this will be like the third or I think the third or fourth time. But this will be probably, yeah, the sort of the biggest one we've done so far, really. So uh, it's I to be honest, I come from a theater background, like being on stage doesn't doesn't really bother me. It's, you know, it's uh, I just relish in it. I'm just like, ah oh, yes, give me give me the spotlight. Mm, and I, I just absorb in all of the uh, attention. Uh, so I love it. <laughs> it I makes you stronger. It, right? Yes. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Oh, that's good. Um, I never got to that
0: point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in any kind of
0: performing, Relishing I was always terrified of being
5: in the spotlight.
1: Weird.
0: Yeah,
5: I, I think know. the really I think the only time I ever had stage fright was the first time I because I'd done acting all as a kid and things like that, but I'd never done singing or dancing. And as part of my performing arts kind of degree and things like that, I uh, it was a course that I did, and uh, they basically roped me into a musical and gave me the lead part. And it was the first time I had to sing in front of anybody. Oh wow! And that was the only time I've ever just kind of gone. Mm-hmm. And just completely panicked. Um, but yeah, like that's the that singing and dancing is still not my forte. Acting, fine with anything. Anything beyond that, maybe not so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm not a singer. <laughs> not a
0: singer <laughs> either. Although I was in a few, I was in a couple of musicals, but mostly as the the dancer you have to dance. Yeah, you I a... could dance. I could dance, or at least I could follow choreography. No, I
1: can't. Yeah, but my <laughs> most
0: of the time seasons. I was just like
1: watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> Was that the secret? No, because yeah, because it makes
0: your mouth looks like your mouth is moving, and as long as you're 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 not you don't actually have to sing. You can just kind of look like you're singing. Oh yeah, that's a good secret. Yeah, yeah. We did that in Oklahoma. You do
1: improv. Uh,
0: I know I've never I've never done comedy improv. No, 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 I did stand stand up, which was hard because it's not. It's not somebody else's material. It's your material, exactly. and it's, it's you. So it is super uh, vulnerable. And that you're alone that, up there. That was the stuff that I, uh, yeah, I struggled with uh, as far as stage fright goes. And was once I got started, once I got on the stage and had a microphone in front of my hand, it was fine. But it was mm-hmm. that is that like two or three day lead up into uh, that that I would just oh, be yeah. like, so panicked. Especially when you're doing new stuff because you have like no idea if it's gonna work or not.
5: God, yeah. Yeah. Oh I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah, the stand-up stuff. I don't know how anybody can do it. Like that's crazy to me.
0: And that's why you had to do it like every night. You had to like yeah. develop the the the
5: muscle and the confidence to be like, all right, I bombed that night. Who cares? Yeah. And okay. I, yeah. And move on to the next one. Yeah. Never got there. Oh, that's a good point. I've just seen in chat that uh, if we did do a DD the musical, you could uh, you could provide a good interpretive dance segment for us Greg. you could provide a good like a Greg Tito dance solo and then it just water cuts melon, to you on the stage. Melon, yeah. I'll, just, I'll mostly just involve voguing, I
0: think. <laughs> I
1: could do that. I would I totally, I
0: would totally I could... do that. Uh, I'd be happy to produce uh the DD musical. You can oh, okay. stage okay. manage. Exactly. I'll stage manage it and get it going. <laughs> uh, like I'm doing for the Stream Many Eyes. That's you know, that's that's kind of the role yeah. I I I fell into and I I resisted it when I was a kid I was like no I don't want to I want to be a a creator a writer Uh, not a producer but now I've realized that producing is very much my my creative outlet like that's the thing Mm. that I, I, I like doing so uh, yeah, that's why next year we'll do, we'll do it.
1: <laughs> the D&D musical?
0: The D&D musical. I, I mean— In
1: upstate New York. All I believe it takes... we already have the location picked,
0: it, it, Right. <laughs> we'll do it at Ithaca.
1: Yes. At yeah. yes. the Hangar Theater. At
0: the Hangar Theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but that's all it takes is one person thinking this. And, you know, a couple of people asked me, like, when did you start thinking about the stream of Many Eyes? And it was, like, the week after the stream mm-hmm. of Annihilation. <laughs> Uh, when I think Nathan Stewart was like oh I think I had this idea and I was like oh yeah I had this idea but more and he's like okay let's do that
5: and he's yeah. like okay, more great. extra Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. and well, uh, go ahead yeah I was gonna say well the next the next stage up from what I know you've got planned for the stream of many eyes the only thing which you can do to top that will be D&D the musical so you have yeah. to make it happen
1: it's gonna have to happen
5: <laughs> it's gonna be epic it's gonna be epic <laughs> I'm gonna start recruiting at the stream of many eyes
0: I'll I'm good like, at oh, rhyming <laughs> I can
1: start working on some songs yeah
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think think we'd have to... To do it right, you'd have to, like, have a few, like, really good rehearsed numbers, Mm -hmm. right? Like, have a few that were, like, you know, planned and and executed really well. And then have a few moments and or, you know, songs where it's like, okay, this is... The
5: gist, but we're going to improvise it as we go and and well especially yeah, if you can get like Benny, who's just like improv music master and stuff like that, like they could people can run with that stuff that's the beautiful thing, like right. you know, and yeah that would that would be super funny, even if it was just like a little segment, kind of like we're doing the live action stuff for the Saturday, like just having like the the one day, which is the kind of musical day, and then like you know oh, and then we'll do some normal d and d as well <laughs> <laughs> exactly right show- showing
0: off the heightened version, this is what i I dig is like the idea yeah. of. Of You know, not everybody's going to do this in their home game, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and that's fine. And this is just like, oh, here's a aspirational thing if you want, or this is something yeah. that makes it more entertaining so that you can, you know, t- pick and choose different parts of that uh, uh, yeah. and use it in your game. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be
5: this direct comparison. Yeah. And it's a spectacle, right? Like people love a good spectacle and they love uh, stuff which is larger than life. Because like you said, not everybody can do that. Like that's one thing you see a lot on YouTube is uh, people like who can do these extravagant, marvelous things. People love to watch that stuff because it's yeah, it's just not something they have access to in their life. So, yeah, for sure. I think that that kind of stuff goes down really well. That's kind of again why I'm super excited about doing it. So, yeah, it's a rare opportunity to do. And so many people have been like,
0: oh, wouldn't it be great if you could do this or X or, Mm you know, like make, you know, I mean. I haven't been watching this season of Westworld, but that idea of like, you know, acting in a LARP that goes over for a whole weekend. You know, we, we yeah. had a, 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 a yes. shack from the Dragon Friends on here, and she was talking about her zombie game that she uh, has been running and designing with, mm-hmm. uh, with with David. And I was like, oh man, wouldn't that be great if that was a fantasy version of that? So that's another thing I'm going to try to bring in for next year is the D and D musical uh, slash uh, LARP that's going to uh, affect everyone.
5: Yeah. Well, we've got okay. like. Uh, Chris from High Rollers, like on my show, like we go to this, you know, two thousand people larp in the UK where like, you know, you know, one day you have a massive battle where a thousand people play orcs and then a thousand people play their characters and you have these huge battles out in these forests and fields and all the orcs have got like latex, Lord of the Rings masks and armor and they look amazing. So and it's just one of those weird things where like I've never seen anything else in my life where you just feel so in the moment, like I am really here kind of thing. And it's just super cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's next level stuff. All right. Yeah. I'm already making plans for the next stream. I love I know, it.
1: I know. The wheels are turning.
0: Right. Yeah. You guys are watching this all happen in real time. I love it. Uh,
5: Every Chat's coming up with like loads of D&D parody musical songs, which I'm loving. Uh, <laughs> Lauren Oboe Crazy is coming up with so many. It's great. Oh,
1: That's I think great. Lauren's been waiting for this moment. Probably. It's true. It's <laughs> yeah. true.
5: Oh, and that's something that
0: we—I don't think we've really talked about for the stream of many eyes uh, since this is our now uh, get that get the word out okay, podcast. Yeah. But. Uh, is that? Lauren uh, is going to be playing music. Uh, She's going to be there. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, she will be there. Oh, my she, God. We saw her do her costume on Craft Hags uh, just uh, an hour ago or two hours ago. Uh, Danny Hartel so, is making so. her costume. She's going to be playing some music as well as Jason Charles Miller, uh, oh, awesome. who plays during uh, Sirens of the Realms. We're going to have some Sirens of the Realms. Performances uh, as yeah. well uh, putting it all together so there will be some music with A Stream of Many Eyes but it'll be mostly uh, through that so when you come that's and buy your ticket begins. and yeah. you are in, uh, in line in various uh, ways you will be perhaps serenaded by oh. some D&D music that yeah. sounds
1: awesome that's a really good
0: idea yeah it's yeah. going to be good Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah with uh, I think Library Bards might also be uh, in attendance for that uh, cool. doing some fun stuff. They do some great parodies uh, that we're going to have uh, the music background for that. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Maybe even some sword fighting uh, to getting Ooh. in some of the LARP and uh, uh combat, stage combats uh, mm. part of what's going on. Real sword fighting? Real sword fighting slash fake sl- sword fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the best I- approximation of sword fighting that you could possibly could have, Yeah.
1: Real swords?
0: Uh, dull dull swords dull
1: real swords
0: dull real swords okay yeah safety first nice. Shelly
1: yep No, yeah, that's good <laughs> we bought Quinn some foam swords this weekend at Great America yeah and those things can hurt when you get <laughs> whapped with them in Wh- the yep. wrong way so just be
5: careful do you have any experience with that Mark <laughs> I do yeah the the stuff we use the latex swords we use at our LARP like yeah man you get hit with one of those in the wrong way and the yeah they can sting a little bit so
1: they yep. were yep. a little stingy
5: that was yeah Twenty-four points of damage you just took. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of thing, like you know, oh no, you know, oh, disabled on the ground, rolling around, and you know, people pointing at you and yelling "magic missile," that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's
0: always my favorite part of larping, where it's like
1: "fireball,
5: fireball, fireball."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I know you can't talk about the story. Right.
0: That's right. That is the one thing. We're not giving
1: everything away. Yeah, that's the one
0: thing that people will find out on June 1st, very early, though.
1: But, but Mark, you've seen chunks of... The story. I
5: have. I've. I've been kept in the dark on like. Like Greg mentioned, like because um, I'm playing in the game. They've kind of you know they've given me little tidbits. So I have like um a kind of a document which kind of outlines some of the main themes because um we're gonna you know be looking to run our own adventure later on down the right line as well uh, based in the in the setting. So uh yeah, I've been kind of like coming up with ideas and kind of thinking about how I want to run that and stuff. But yeah, I'm. It's going to be a lot of it's going to be new to me as well. So I'm excited to to see all the details. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody is. Everybody <laughs> is. They're
0: waiting for for more things to slip. I think. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good enough way. A uh, uh, time to stop uh, before,
2: before the temptation. We say yeah. yeah,
0: I know. Right? We're all tempted yeah. to just be like, all right, here it is.
1: I know everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it goes like this, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, le- just leave it to our fans to leave no stone unturned when they're trying to look for this type of stuff. <laughs> I right? am trying to help
1: them out. I'm trying. Greg's <laughs> uh, not giving it
0: up. Exactly. At all. I think the only one who knows is Volo. He's the only one who actually really knows what's happening. Mm, yeah,
5: maybe a bit of than Morden, M- Mordenkinen might have a little, uh, some eyes on there as well. But yeah. <laughs> There's many, many eyes. Many eyes. Exactly. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Uh, <laughs> have you
0: been uh, paying any attention to. Uh, uh, what Volo has been tweeting about recently?
5: Uh, I've, unfortunately, I haven't just because like uh, time zones and just being super busy with uh, High Rollers stuff. We've got the we're basically ending the the High Rollers campaign for the next two years. So like that's been like my driving focus for like the last few weeks. So yeah. not, but I will have to go and check him out and see what he's been up to. So
0: yeah, well, talk a little bit about that. that the two year ending of, of
5: High Rollers that is oh, such what? a like a, a, a <laughs> milestone. Yeah, so we think basically next Sunday, so the Sunday before the stream of Many Eyes, is going to be the last episode of this first campaign. We are going to be doing a secondary campaign, um, probably starting around July 1st. Um, But yeah, this has been two years. We started the show over two years ago now. um, And the the party are level 15 and they're just they're in the last they're wrapping up the last loose thread of, of the stories that they've had. And then we're going to be starting afresh and brand new. And it's, it's, I mean, it's changed most of our lives. Like I'm now, you know, this is my full-time job and everything, whereas before I was, you know, still a community manager and things. And yeah, it's just kind of changed so much. And it's, it's just been amazing. It's been such a wonderful experience to do. and. Um. yeah really exciting kind of bittersweet to end it but it's kind of good because I've got that new DM thing of like but now I want to do the next thing and right. it's like I want to do my new campaign so I've got that to go as well which That's is cool. really exciting are you going to do yeah. uh, same game world in the next one or is it going to be it's completely different so oh, it's going to be a home know. world so it's a homebrew world that I just want to completely Um, I've written so much for it. But yeah, it's kind of going to have new themes, um, new kind of ideas. And uh, because the first one was really we didn't think High Rollers would take off. Right. We didn't think it would we'd be doing it two and a half years later. We thought, oh, we'll do this for a couple of months and then maybe we'll have to do something else. And then obviously it exploded and it, it got super popular and people really liked it. So the world was kind of really hastily put together, whereas this new one is one that I've been working on for some time. So hopefully it'll be a bit more detailed and involved. All right. um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. To
0: have some foresight and be like, all right, now this is how I'm going to craft this rather than, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, you can go back and forth, like which is better, right? Like having, I think, you know, the world you've been playing in the... uh the, the, the improv nature of it probably informed a lot of it and that's, that's kind of a yeah. cool thing but like right having right. some forethought and being like alright here's where I want to be at uh, episode 50 episode 100
5: that type of thing yeah and it's also just like learning lessons from like doing streams for so long you know as well just like things that I've learned over streaming because I, I wasn't a streamer before we started High Rollers so just kind of learning the ways that the games are slightly different and uh, how we present information and providing recaps for things and breaking things down into manageable story arcs and stuff like that because people want to catch shop so uh yeah it's been really really good and uh yeah it's uh there will still be a lot of chance to improv stuff, and the players are having a lot more input in the world this time, so yeah I'm um, hopefully it will create some really fun stuff, but yeah, kind of crazy to think it is it is crazy to think that yeah. two
0: and a half years ago that that's where you started right yeah. it's not
5: yeah, absolutely nuts. And then to think that, yeah, as well. And like, you know, doing things like the stream of many eyes and stream of annihilation. Like, again, if you could go back in time five years and tell Mark that's running his little game at home with his buddies and be like, hey, by the way, you're going to be doing this. I you're going to meet Chris Perkins and stuff like well, I would never have believed it. You know, like, it's just nuts to think I'm here now. It's true. It's true. It's crazy how much
0: just, you know, Dungeons and Dragons has brought so many people together and it continues to bring more and more, uh, Yeah. you know, that's that's. I don't know, it's, it's and a, how much the streaming the world
1: has grown? Yeah, yeah, five years.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, because right, there was no critical role. There was nothing else. Maybe JP from Roleplay might have been the only one who was playing uh,
5: uh, on think online so. at that time. Yeah, uh, I think it was consistently. Yeah, yeah. Roleplay was doing the streaming thing. Obviously, I think like Ack Inc were doing the podcasts and the live shows, and yeah. that was like yeah. a, a stepping stone. Me and Matt were talking about this on my podcast recently. How you know, you know, roleplay and the acting stuff like kind of led the way, the groundwork, and then Crit Role obviously exploded, and then from there we got inspired. Like oh, I've said, I've said to to Matt and on stream before. Like me and Chris we made high rollers because we loved what Matt was doing with critical role. And we just, we wanted to do it as well. And I think that so many of the other shows have followed that and gone, man, this looks like a bunch of fun. I want to do it too. And, and Dave now grown and blown up and, you know, and it's just wonderful to see that it's so inspiring. And again, it's Shelley's mentioned earlier that it's not a competition. Like everybody's supporting each other's shows and everybody's guesting on each other's shows where they can. And it's all cross promoted and it's just wonderful. It's just really wonderful. Yeah. If it's good stuff. Well, I can't wait. Sorry to get bushy No, it's
0: true. I can't but, wait to get uh, to see you at the stream of many eyes and have everybody too, uh, yes. feel that love uh, together. Watch mm-hmm. everybody's games. Uh, it's 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 going to be great. So um, so you are playing again. I think I said the first session, uh, uh, eleven a.m. Yes. on Sunday, uh, June third. You can grab tickets now. Uh, go to dnd.wizards.com/some to do that. You'll get all the information of people who are coming. Uh, we're adding more and more information to that, pretty much on a daily basis at this point. Mm. Uh, did you did you know that uh, Ed Greenwood
5: is going to be there? I didn't know. Yes. Elminster course, himself. Elminster that? himself. Holy moly, that's great.
0: Yeah. You are
1: just breaking all sorts of news today. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I've been putting
0: this together, so I'm like, I can now we can talk about it. Now is the time. <laughs> the floodgates have opened. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be really cool uh, just seeing him uh, be a part of, uh, of the kaleidoscope of, of yeah. Waterdeep there. It's going to be great. Yeah. How can people get in touch? Maybe watch the last uh, episode of, uh, of High Rollers.
5: Oh, so uh, if you'd like to watch High Rollers, we stream on the Yogscast Twitch. So it's Twitch.tv forward slash Yogscast, Y-O-G-S-C-A-S-T, and it's every Sunday at 5 p.m. GMT, which I think is like 9 a.m. Pacific time uh, for the US. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's uh, every Sunday that we do that. And like I said, next week is our final episode. We'll be taking a short break, and then we'll be back July first with a brand new campaign. That's definitely one to come and check out because it'll be a fresh start. Um, And if you'd like to follow me, I'm just um, at Sherlock underscore Humes, H-U-L-M-E-S on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I generally post all, on all the projects and stuff that I'm working on, guests, shows that I do and everything else. You can you can follow me on that. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess the only other thing to mention, I do also do a podcast uh, called Tabletop Weekly where I get uh, GMs and board game people and wargaming people and we talk about all sorts of things. We've had um, uh, Matt on there. I'm hoping, hoping to have Matt Colville and a few others as well. Um, and you can check that out as well. Gosh, we mentioned so many people named Matt in this podcast.
0: I know.
1: Yeah,
5: there's a lot of Matt's. There's a lot of
0: Matt's. Yeah,
1: a, a lot
0: of, of, a lot of yeah. Chris's, a lot of Matt's. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. curse of, uh, of Dungeons & Dragons, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get more Shelly's. More Shelly's. No, I don't want any more Shelly's. More Christina's. There's, there's only one Shelly. There should there. More only
1: There used to be three, and now there's one.
0: That's <laughs> me. The what, Highland happened, what happened to the other ones? I got rid of them. All right. They, <laughs> they did not get a rose.
1: <laughs> they did not. Huh? You were evicted from the house. I
0: got that reference. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was for you. <laughs> that was for
1: me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again uh, for chatting with us, Mark, uh, and oh, thank I'd you like. to uh, Matthew Lillard for for joining us as well. I can't wait for the see the two of you play together. I think me that's gonna be lots too. of fun. Wow. Two very fine gentlemen. It was great uh, talking to Mark uh, for an extended play version, uh, but I always love uh, speaking to Matthew Lillard as well. He's uh, amazingly down-to-earth dude, isn't I he? I know, he really is. Right?
1: And can we just take a minute to talk about Pelham's transition? <laughs> It was a really good that transition. That was amazing. He,
0: we, we set it up perfectly. He knew oh, what was going to happen. Loved it. And uh, we're talking, of course, about the video transition. Oh, uh, sorry. That you audio listeners may not know about. Sorry. But,
1: but you should watch it. You yeah, should watch us live so you on, can see how great Pelham's transitions are.
0: It, he's, got, he's, he's, he's really good at moving from one video image to another. So
1: good. I was very impressed with that. It's good stuff. But anyway. No, that was fun. Where can people watch that? If they wanted to, um, they can go
0: to Twitch.tv slash dnd. Oh, yeah, that I know. Uh, every Monday uh, at two p.m. Pacific time, of course. After you know, uh, 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 June first, we're going to be taking a bit of a break during that week, but we'll be back uh, to record live uh, following that. Not June fifth, but the time after that. What is that? June twelfth. I can add June twelfth we'll be back I think time. the
1: 5th is a Tuesday because that's Bart's birthday
0: oh I'm thinking about June 4th then June 4th so then I 4th
1: and the 11th for,
0: there you go you can add better and more quicker Mouth. than I can
1: that is from the, the dice
0: uh, training you it's,
1: cause, uh, it's from my mom and her blackjack
0: oh that's she nice. taught
1: my brother and I how to do simple math by 11, teaching us blackjack
0: 11 is pretty I can, pretty I good. can add
1: up to 21 really quickly
0: <laughs> but after that that's right it. out
1: that's it all right I out. know is like a I busted
0: um, <laughs> I'm over.
1: That's uh, it. That's all I know.
0: <laughs> you write that down on the he test. You're like, mommy. what's 20, 20 plus 45? You're like, over. Nope, too much. Busted. That's way too much. You lost, lost
1: money. Hit, yep. <laughs> Hit me. Hit <laughs> me.
0: Uh, well, I want everyone uh, to check out uh, Mark Hume's and Matthew Lillard's game uh, along with uh, yes. three of the amazing cast members be from fun. Critical Role. Uh, Sam Regal, Ashley Johnson, Taliesin Jaffe. They are going to be so good, and I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So that is uh, on uh, Sunday, June 3rd. You can grab tickets to it, as I said a couple times during this podcast, but you should do it at dnd.wizards.com slash S-O-M-E. And uh, come check us out. You can come see us. Do I'm going to be there. Uh, Bart Carroll going to be there. Stop it. Uh, Nathan Stewart is going to be there. All of lo- many other D&D team are going to be kind there. kind of
1: the whole D&D team. You know, all
0: the cool people from D&D are going to be there. Well, Kate, Kate I'm Welch is going to be there. I'm Avalon Hill. Oh, see, that's why. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's why you're not going to be there. We don't have our own Yeah, there's no, there's no cool people. There's no cool
1: <laughs> people. We are 100% cool.
0: That's true. Right? Every single member of your team is cool. <laughs> that's true. Every one of us. That's uh.
1: It's, We're all named Shelley.
0: <laughs> I thought you got rid of all the other Shellys.
1: I did, except for these ones. Uh, in my head, the <laughs> ones in my head.
0: Uh, that's amazing. So go uh, check out and get some tickets yes. if you can. But if you can't, please watch us live on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash dnd. We're starting on June 1st at 4 p.m. Pacific time. You will find out about the new Dungeons & Dragons adventure pretty much at the top of the show there. So... Uh, Mark your calendars and watch all weekend long. It's going to be super fun, including what's happening on June 2nd uh, with the -the off-the-table stuff. It's going to be fun to watch.
1: Very nice. We're
0: trying some new stuff. Okay. All right.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: All right. Uh, Where can people find out about uh, all the people who work on Avalon Hill?
1: Well, you can follow Avalon Hill on Twitter at Avalon Hill 2 as in the number two. Or me at Shelly Moo.
0: It's funny that it says Avalon Hill, too, when there's only one person who works on the press.
1: high hopes. One day we're going to double this team. <laughs> it will happen. It one will day. totally happen. One day.
0: Nice. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at uh, Greg Tito on Twitter and Greg underscore Tito on Instagram. <laughs> And uh, if you want to find out about all of the D&D, go to DungeonsAndDragons.com, uh, download the Dragon Plus app. Yes. Uh, or just watch all the fun stuff that's happening on Twitch, pretty much on a daily basis, uh, twitch.tv slash d Lots
1: of, of content.
0: Lots of fun stuff, always happening. It's As Shelly said, there's not a lack of D&D content nope. out there. Don't ever say that. We've words. got it. All right. Yes. Do you think um, we're going to die?
1: One day? Yeah. Not by a boulder. Oh,
2: oh
0: dang it. Oh, uh.